0: Hey gang. Hey gang. Welcome to Hey Gang. I'm back from Austin and I've got some stories to tell. And um, yeah, let's get into it. We're going to do a kitchen countdown coming in at number five. Oh, yeah. That was Grimes with Flesh Without Blood. Grimes is a chick from Canada. And she put that out last year. I slept on it. And now I've rediscovered it. And Now I've discovered it. And you can rediscover it. If you already know it. That's a good album by Grimes. Okay, so before I left for Austin, I went to the optometrist, my crooked optometrist, who, when I went in for contacts to review, he said, I'm going to give you one contact. See if you can get used to it. I spent a week, and I couldn't get used to it. I went back in. I said, I can't get used to it. He said, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what I'm going to do. He acted like this was a new problem that civilization had never faced, that the norm was one. And I was the heretic who said, the world is round, there should be two. So, he said, uh, try again. All right, I went and tried again and it didn't work. So I switched to my old glasses and my Warby Parkers. Um, In the meantime, I destroyed both of them. I forget how I destroyed my old glasses, but my Warby Parkers fell out of my pocket when I was wearing earplugs. Not earbuds. Earplugs. And I ran over them. And so, I needed to return to the Opto. And I vowed that I would not walk out of there with one lens ever again. So I went in. And I was ready. And I had ideas in my head about how, which way he might go with it. My gun was loaded. So I went in. No, I had no weapon. My mental gun. I went in. I said, I can't get used to it. He goes, did you try? I said, yeah, I tried twice. Two times. And he goes, he looks at me and he goes, like, two days? I go, no. I, I tried it once, came back, it didn't work, went and tried it again. Which you think he would have had in his notes, or else, what the hell is he looking at? What the hell else is he looking at? So, I kind of had him right there. The momentum went out of his ponzu sauce. That makes no sense. The, the tang went out of his ponzu, the momentum went out of his swing, and the wind went out of his sails. So, that was it. He was kind of resigned then to give me two, and he gave me two bifocals. He did manage to knock me down a peg when um, he gave me the new lenses to try on. He asked me. Do you know how to tell if they're inside out or not? He asked that of a 20-year contact lens wearer. I think that was, he was kicking a little dust up at me because I had uh, defended myself against what he would probably want. You know, he probably walked into the office thinking, I'll get this guy to retry the one. So he was pretty gracious in defeat except for that disparaging comment about my ability to, to put a lens in my eye. And he didn't offer for me to wash my hands, which I think was another kind of flagrant foul when I look back on it. He was like, you want to put these in right here? And I'm like, "Oh, okay, you know what I mean? There was no like, here, take this hand sanitizer. Run to the men's room. Wow. There was some vindictiveness now when I think back on it. Vindictiveness. Vindictive. That's what I... When I was roommates with Vin Diesel, and he used to just uh, drink all of my Coca-Colas, even when I asked him not to, you bet I let him have it when he came back in. Vindictive should be your stage name, son. Son. Oh, boy. Yeah, I didn't live with Vin Diesel. That was a flight of fancy. All right, here we go. Come. Uh, so I'm wearing the lenses, and uh, we'll see how it works out. Coming in at number four... That's where it starts sounding like she's saying Roe v. Wade. Watch. I'm Roe v. Wade. I'm Roe v. Wade, bro. Wade. I'm Roe v. Wade. I'm Roe v. Wade, bro. Is that how, like, bro lawyers talk to each other? I'm Roe v. Wade, bro. Uh, yeah, that was Grimes again with Kill v. Mame. And that is on the album Art Angels from 2015. She's a great lady from Canada. Hey, so I went down to Austin. I needed to take care of the Rambler situation. You know, I went down there, uh, or I'll give you a quick review. There was a car down in Austin. I bought it in 1996, it was a Rambler, a 1964 Rambler, 32 years old at the time, It had belonged to many Austin comedians. I feel like you know this, so I'm going to skip past this. If you don't know this, tune into Who Charted, or go back in these episodes, because I don't have a lot of time. Anyway... It was my car, I drove it in Austin Stories, pick up an Austin Stories DVD on eBay right after he says, there's no there's no time for the story, only a time for a plug. So, um, <laughs> Jesus, I'm blowing it, I'm blowing it, this, this could have all been time I recapped. Jesus, now you have to go to another file to find out what the hell this is about. I drove the car in Austin Stories. Then, Austin Stories got canceled. I moved to Los Angeles. The car stayed in Austin. Many comedians housed it outside their apartments. And then, in in, uh, 2007, it got stolen, towed away. It turned out the tow truck was illegal. They just stole the damn thing. Didn't hear anything about it until 2016. Get an email, follow the lead, detective on the case. They found the car, confiscated it towed it up to a towing facility so now all i had to do was go up there pay some money to get it out because actually that part's bullshit not a lie bullshit but after the cops found the car they have it towed to a tow yard because they don't have their own tow yard so i had to pay four hundred and seventy three dollars to get the car released i mean don't we pay enough taxes that if your car gets stolen and the cops find it, you just get it back. They gotta find another way to make money off that. Four seventy three. I mean, I could have went through a private detective. Hey, here's the info. You find this thing for three seventy three. I mean, yeah, how's that? I'd say, hey, find that thing for three seventy three, and include it in that amount, I want you to tow it. To your driveway. Okay? So anyway. I go down there. I get my friend J.R. Brow who sold me the car. Hilarious comic. Check out him online. J.R. Brow. Check him out. He travels around the country. He does shows. He's top notch funny. So, um. He likes to, he fixes cars, motorcycles, all kinds of stuff. So we head up to the tow yard. The plan is we're going to get the car. He's going to fix it. So we get up there, gang. And I see it from afar. And it warmed my heart. And then I get up closer. And there's rust. And there's mangled tires. And there's bent wheels. And there's... Torn up upholstery all over the inside of the car. And there's broken steering wheel. And there's rust. It was was over, gang. Whoever stole that thing, I think they towed it to a pond. And just, just kept it in that pond for nine years. They ruined the damn rambler. So now it survives only in Austin stories and in people's memories and in some stories online. But we had to junk it. So if you're putting the math together, yes, I walked up there and I handed them a title that I've been hanging on to for 15 years. And now oh, that wasn't the end. $473, my legal obligation as the owner of the car or else if I left it there, it would continue to accrue, or whatever, you know what I mean, I had to pay it, so, um, yeah, that was a, you win, you know what I mean, I won with the optometrist, I lost with the rambler, but as I've come to find out from watching some episodes of Hoarders, life is not about things, life is about people, so what do I need, one more car. Thank God, I got 12 episodes of Austin Stories driving around in the car. You saw the car in action, and boy, do you get to see the old Austin, which I'm going to get to. Actually, no, I don't have to get to that yet. Wait. well, I'll be right back. Okay, I had to figure out the math of the podcast. Indeed, we are going to go to number three. Coming in at number three... Yeah, tearing up your hair like a banshee. That's Grimes with Pin from Art Angels. Yeah, so what I was saying before the break there was that when you look at those old episodes of Austin stories and you see the Rambler and you see Austin behind you, oh my God, is that an Austin that no longer exists. Uh, every time I go back there, I would always say, hey, it still feels like Austin to me. This time, maybe I, I will rescind. No, I mean, I meant it before, but I won't say it again. There is a difference there that is palpable. Yeah, it's still Austin, but man, is it a different and changed Austin. I had to take a couple walks around downtown just to reacclimate myself. With all the new businesses, all the new hotels that have come in. Um, yeah, I guess I left a pretty long time ago now. And it's more, more is different than it's the same. And 6th Street is like, it's kind of down and dirty now. It looks like, like when you go to Vegas and you go to old Vegas. That's kind of what 6th Street feels like now. Maybe it was always a dinge factory, and I'm just thinking back on it fondly because I started stand-up there, and it was, like, exciting. But I don't know, man. It seems like it's just grimier over there. Well, uh, I still love it, though, and I had a good time. I'll tell you, though, uh, we went to see the bats, and uh, when you go to see the bats, you're basically on a bridge... Austin has the largest North American urban bat population. So when the sun goes down in the spring and summer, you can, um, that's the weirdest I ever said, summer. I was pretty creepy. I, I apologize for that. But, um, you go to see the bats there and, and everybody crowds up on the sidewalk So it's a four, there's four lanes of traffic on the bridge, two going in either direction. And I don't know what the speed limit is there, 30, 35, I don't know what it is. But basically you're just on some sidewalk and it gets really crowded up there. So the only way to walk past everybody is you're on the outside of the sidewalk. You're almost walking on the curb and there's cars whipping past you. There's two lanes of traffic there with no shoulder. So anyway, it's pretty hard to get by on foot. So we're walking past and walking past and we're finding a place to look for the bats. All of a sudden, what comes up in the opposite direction? A friggin' pedicab. Some dude in a pedicab with like a a couple in their 50s, sitting in the pedicab just looking crazy miserable. They were moving, it had to be, you know, one foot per 30 seconds i mean it was hard to get by on foot this guy had a two-seater pedicab i have no idea why he attempted to try to go up there unless they were like i mean he had to have an unless it was his first day and they're like hey we want to go up to uh, congress we want to go up to the texas state capitol All right, hop in. I'll take you right up. It's just right up this way. He needed a waves. I don't know if the pedicabs have waves. He needed... He did not have enough judgment. Unless the guy told him, hey, I'll give you a a hundo if you could just take us to see the bats and park right in the middle of the bridge. That might have been the plan. But it was a shit show. I mean... It's pretty easy to just fall off into traffic over there. If there's an accident over there, I won't be surprised. All right, we got to move on with the countdown. Here we go, coming in at number two. looking sad whatever that means hey i'm loving grimes and that is california from her album art angels um yeah there was a hot rod convention in austin which if i'd known that i wouldn't have booked my visit simultaneously with it because there's a lot of yavos driving around in their old cars where they're choppers, and they're making their industrial howitzer noise, and they think they're cool. So there was a lot of just, you know, grease monkeys, gearheads with their noise penises, just revving them, and I guess we're all impressed. Anyway, on a lighter note, I had a great time in Austin, and um, flying back, I had my own row. Oh, is that the greatest? I'd say the last 20 flights I've flown have been full. It was just out of my mind that I could ever get on an empty flight ever again. I thought the airlines just had the routes gamed, and they just knew how to make them all full. I get on that Austin to LAX flight. And I swear everybody had their own row. Everybody. Will I say the name of the company? No. I don't plug airlines. Um, uh, um, uh. Oh, yeah. You know what else was on that flight? I'll say it. It was American Airlines. They, they, They impressed me on this journey. They got AC plugs at the seats. They got... The entertainment is, you gotta pay for TV, which is BS, but they had pretty good. I think I watched Caddyshack going out, which, you know, it's up there, greatest comedies ever. And uh, you'll get nothing in like it. <laughs> that line makes me laugh every single time I hear it, and even if I repeat it to myself, it makes me laugh. It never gets old. Ted Knight. Um, And then on the way back, I watched this hip-hop documentary about how the hip-hop clothing got it started from these gangs and everything and the Dapper dam. I never knew that. I used to look at those album covers and be like, where does he buy a jacket fully made out of Gucci? Like, where Gucci sells that? Now it doesn't seem weird, but back in the day, you'd be like, what's going on? Turns out this guy Dapper Dan was just making it, and his store got raided, but he was the guy. He made all, like, salt and peppers outfits, and and stuff. That's really good. It's from CNN Films. I didn't know they made films, but why not? Do what you want. Okay, so, all right, here we go. Coming in at number one, number one, Man. Bad bitch with a suntan. Yeah. Do you know one by chance? Yeah. Hundred bags in the land. Do you have one by chance? Yeah. Need to see this man. Do you know him by chance? Yeah. it black full of kush. Are you plugged in by chance? Bad bitch with a suntan. Do you know one by chance? Hey. bags in the land. Do you have one by chance? Yeah. Need to see this man. Do you know him by chance? Yup. I black full of kush. Yeah. Are you plugged in by chance? Woo. Pick a price Ice. for me, please. We can spend whatever. Yeah. Ah! Ah! Ha, ha, ha. That's my single of the year, unless something tops it. Ray Sremmerd with By Chance. Um, yeah, that's not off the Grimes album. That's a 2016 release. Ray Sremmerd is the group, and By Chance is the single. Hey guys, I'm coming around. Tour dates, tour dates, tour dates. And, well, I won't say when, but I will say when. Thursday. It's showbiz. I should tell you when the gig is. Or I could just say it's in Bloomington. And you figure it out. But I wouldn't. And I didn't. And I can't. Bloomington, I'll be at the Comedy Attic on April 21st. I can't wait. Songs, tunes, spectacle, catharsis. Q&A, meet and greet, Um, you know, fist bumps, don't do it too hard, Um, approach me from the front, no peripherals. Okay, Uh, and then the next night, in Chicago, Illinois, I return to you, Chicago, at Lincoln Hall, Friday, 422, Earth Day, come on down. New songs, new jokes, new spectacle, new catharsis, new Q&A, new meet and greet, new fist bumps. If you didn't make it last time, make it this time. If you made it last time, come again. You'll have seniority. I'll ask who was at the last show. Your woo will be registered. Your, yeah, will be noted. So, please do come, gang. There you go. Um, We had a great hey gang. I had a good time. And I'm glad I got to play that grimes for you and that race Remnant. I'll see you next time on hey gang. Charted hey gang. Who charted hey gang. I'll see you next time on hey gang. Charted hey gang.